Hello and welcome back to the Steph Gordon Show. I have a client, friend, and almost maybe soon to be business partner on the call with me today, on the call, on the podcast with (laughs) me today. I am so excited to introduce you to Jess Watman. And the reason that I'm so excited to introduce you to her is because If you let her, she will change your freaking life in business by saving you so much money and so much time. She literally has the mecca of business types that just allow you to have the time freedom and the financial freedom that you always wanted. I'm going to read her bio really shortly, but welcome, Jess. Oh, thank you so much. I'm honestly so excited and pumped to be here. Thank you. No, it's been a long time coming because this conversation is one, first of all, that our audience has really been asking for for a long time. They want to know how we do it. They want to understand it. They are interested in it. And just by the way, guys, the topic is how to hire a virtual assistant overseas, which I'm really excited to talk about. But before I dive in, let me just give you a bit of an update on who Jess is and why I've got her on the podcast. After years of climbing the real estate ladder and keeping up with the hustle and bustle that is Sydney, it was a business trip to the Philippines that started it all for Jess. She was searching for a quality alternative to paying crazy money for an assistant in Australia, and that turned into years of building relationships and working closely with committed to your cause, more than qualified and reliable Filipino virtual assistants. Two decades and a ton of experience in outsourcing offshore team members later, Agent Sync was created. The ultimate mission was to help small business owners like you grow and scale your business without having to pay eighty dollars to $110,000 per year on onshore employees who'd rather be doing anything but actual work, which is the truth. Oh my goodness. It's a like unfortunate reality of the working culture that has been created in Australia. And, you know, I always say to clients, I'm not about replacing jobs here. Like if you've got a team, incredible team, amazing. I'm not about replacing jobs here, but restructuring the team that you have or refocusing your time on doing those dollar productive things. So if you've already got an assistant, great, but what could they be doing to helping you make more money in your business and give those mundane, boring things to an offshore assistant that, you know, isn't going to cost you the world? 100%. And like we always talk about this, and you would know because you're in my mastermind, but on the podcast and in my mastermind, it's like you want to put people in their areas of genius. And ultimately, like you've got incredible staff members that probably have wide skill sets that could be used in so many different areas that could add to the business's bottom line, but they're so caught up, like entering data into Excel spreadsheets or you know, just doing mundane tasks like replying to emails or customer service, which can be done for a lot cheaper so you can keep that team member, put them in a place in the business with their skill set where it actually contributes meaningfully to the bottom line. It's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. And that's one thing I really love to get into when I bring on a client. It's like, let's look at what you're doing on a daily basis and restructuring that. Obviously, like if we can automate first, I'm all about automation because I think if you've got things that can be automated in your business, why just give that to a a VA? So let's look at automation first and then a virtual assistant. And yeah, it is so powerful. 100%. I was actually having a conversation with one of my very good girlfriends of the day and she's got a team member and she actually got an onshore VA, an Australian VA. And she does like lots of really high tech stuff in her business, you know, like really high touch, high value add stuff in her business. 
But recently she messaged me and she was like, hey, Steph, what do you use for your video editing on your reels? And I was like, oh, actually, I've got a guy in India, actually, that does that for me. Abdul. I love Abdul. Abdul does all my videos for me. And um, she was like, what's he using? Because my onshore VA is currently doing them for me. And then I said to her, I was like, I- I'm not sure what he's using. And I honestly, it would feel a bit weird asking because, mm. you know, it wouldn't feel really aligned. So yeah. anyway, three days goes by and she reaches out to me and she's like, hey, Steph, how much are you paying Abdul? <laughs> because she kind of made the connection that she's paying like 60 to $70 an hour for this onshore VA to do something that I'm paying a guy $12 a video for. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, maybe we could reposition the onshore VA's role to being lead generating, sales focused stuff she's actually a real genius at. And keep her out of the very, very basic like video editing functions just for a few Instagram reels, you know? And I think that's the power of this. It's like just reminding people that we can get, and especially you would know this, especially like small business owners, we get so caught up in the doing. Oh, the day-to-day, like, oh, let's spend three hours in Canva. Let's spend another hour on social media. Let's, you know, Excel. Let's spend three hours on a reel that our mum likes. Exactly. (laughs) I could not agree more. And like, I was guilty of it. I'm sure you were too. Of course. Just what you think needs to be done to make the sales and and grow your business. But when you learn that your time is so valuable and there's only a certain amount of hours in the day, if you can really use those hours wisely and focus on sales or customer service, having meetings with clients, and all of that other stuff is getting done in the background, the growth that you should experience from that is incredible. And I do understand why some people have an onshore VA, I do, but at 100%, if you can refocus their time on doing the really important stuff and even have them managing the offshore virtual assistants, it kind of takes you out of it. I know you do that with your team, you know, even better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just, guys, like running a business is expensive. I mean, most of the people who are listening to this podcast aren't even you know, they're barely making profit in their current business. And I'm talking like there are people listening to this podcast right now that are making millions of dollars and they're maybe bringing in three to 5% profit after all the taxes, all the costs, all the team member costs, all the wages. And it's not just the cost of the team member. It's also the payroll tax. And you've also got the superannuation and you've, you've got all of the costs, right? And those team members are so valuable. We want them, but we also want to be able to, and in some ways, as much as we can, increase our margin because we work so hard and are often left with so little after all the taxes come out and GST and guys like you know what it's like so it really is just about how can we work smarter instead of harder so just if anyone who's listening that has no idea what we're talking about <laughs> what is a VA like what is a virtual assistant what is a VA in basic terms what is that basic terms it is Someone that is virtually working in your business. So they could be living next door, they could be over the other side of the world, but they're on their computer and they're working in your business. So obviously it's a lot more cost effective because you don't have to hire an office. You don't have to, yeah, obviously if they're overseas, there's no payroll tax. I look after all of that. That's what my agency does for my Filipino team members. But for my clients, they just receive a service invoice every month. But yeah, that's for VA services and so virtually just someone in your office or on your team. Amazing. Yeah. And tell me about why the Philippines? Why the Philippines? Because 95% of my offshore team are also Filipino. Yeah. 
Tell me why the Philippines, why are they the VA of choice, the country of choice? Yeah, they're definitely the VA of choice for me. And that is because I guess when my career started, you know, I've been doing real estate for the last 20 years since finishing school, but it was about eight years ago that I went to the Philippines. And that was because the agency that I was with at the time wanted to really look at this new thing called VAs, learn how to outsource and how to restructure the business. And so that was where it was all happening and all we knew about then. So we went over, I went over a couple of times with them and seeing them as people and their culture and the time difference. It's only two hours difference if you're in Sydney. For you, Steph in Perth, there's no time difference. So it is literally, you know, if you want them working nine to five, it's nine to five for them. So they much prefer working for, you know, Australian clients because the alternative for them, if they would like to be a VA, is to work for American clients. And that's like the graveyard shift for them. So they are actually so grateful to have an Australian client working similar hours. We're we're great people too, most of us. (laughs) And we, um, you know, if they need to go and pick the kids up from school or whatever, we can be flexible because it is in that time, you know, the same time zone. Yeah, absolutely. And I've found, and I'm sure you've heard this too, the American clients, and no, shout out to the Americans listening here. (laughs) I do have a lot of Americans that listen. And I know that y'all, Americans that are listening right now, (laughs) are the heart-centered, legend kind of people. Yeah. But I'm sure that even the Americans here know that there are some Americans. Honestly, there are some Australians as well. Let's be completely honest. honest. Let's be completely honest. That probably don't really value culture and don't really treat their people right, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I've heard a lot of stories from my own virtual assistants where they're like, oh, my God, you're so nice. You let me have a break. Like, I give my my main girl, Sheila, my main VA, who is actually our virtual assistant manager, I give her paid annual leave. Yeah. Which, you know, like, and I give her bonuses for when she goes on holidays and all those sorts of things that just, you know, I treat her just like she's an employee here in Australia. It's just that it's just a lot cheaper. But I treat her exactly the same and they don't get access to that in their country. They're not treated like that in their own workplaces. They're not treated like that usually by clients around the world. And so they actually love working with Australians, especially if you're an Australian female-based entrepreneur. They really just, they would froth it. They would love working yeah. with you and they'll go to bat for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I've obviously got a couple of VAs working for me in my business, managing the other VAs and they're just so grateful to have the position and the way that I've structured my agencies, they work from home. So obviously they set up certain security measures and things like that, but because they're working at home, they are you know, COVID is still huge over in the Philippines. And I actually had one lady a couple of weeks ago, she was traveling two and a half hours to work and then from work. So five hours of her day was traveling to this big office block to do a very similar position. So to have a work from home job out of COVID risk and be paid well is like gold to them. So where we often find employees in Australia will go to a different position down the road because they can earn five grand more, you know, they won't do that. They're very loyal. If you treat them well, you pay them well, it's almost like you'll have them forever. Legit, I've had Sheila for five years. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is rare. <laughs> Sheila and Paul and Jen. Paul and Jen, uh, Paul does all our video editing for our mastermind. Jen does all our graphic design. Yeah. And they've been with me for two and a half years. Mm. Sheila's been with me for five years. Yeah. She's been with me since I was a baby. Yeah. Since I started my business. And like, she was working on House of Hobby with me. It's like, it's crazy it's that crazy. they stay with you forever. Yeah. And, you know, you treat them well, you give them a bonus or, you know, a birthday gift. And, the thanks that you get, it's like, oh my God, like it's just a birthday gift. But they, yeah, so appreciative of it. Yeah, they're so grateful. Okay. So look, you and I are obviously huge fans. Yes. <laughs> However, yes. We'll get to we'll, we'll get to the big white elephant that's sitting in the room. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of stigma yeah. around the industry. Okay. Which of course you would know. Yeah. And I think the major one that we get well, that I get when people ask me about BAs, but I'm sure you get a lot of a lot of these questions, are a couple of things. One is like trust. And the second one is the quality of work. They believe because they're paying less, they're going to get less, right? Yeah. So let's touch on both of those. Let's hit trust first. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I don't feel comfortable trusting somebody in a third world country with the logins or the tasks in my business. Yeah, 100%. I do get asked this question all the time and there does need to be an element of trust but you know trust is earned as well so I always say look if you really want to give this a go let's start with something very basic you know we set up things like LastPass there's a whole heap of other security measures that we put in place but you don't have to give over all your logins you can set up something like LastPass and it creates one password for them. And if something happens, you can cut them from that and that's it. They don't have access to anything else. But yeah, let's start with one small task. Let's see how the communication is, how quickly they get it done. And let's just build on it. Like it doesn't have to be this huge thing. And I think that's where people get a bit overwhelmed at the start is they think having an assistant or, you know, someone in the Philippines as a VA, it's going to be a huge undertaking right from the start. It doesn't need to be. Let's start small. You're not paying a hundred grand a year to get it all right, right from the start. Let's build on it. Mm. So I find that a lot of my clients start part-time and then within a couple of weeks, they're like, let's go full-time because the price difference between both of them isn't that much, but to have that full-time support and they've grown that trust and you soon realize how well they do the tasks, I only hire university educated, really, really qualified VAs. And I think that's the difference with going with an agency and just jumping onto Upwork and trying to figure it out yourself. You don't know who you're getting. Whereas myself and my team, we vet the VAs, we check their work, we check previous employment. That's the difference. But yeah, trust and security, it's always going to be talked about. And sometimes I feel like there's bigger security risks with just say for a real estate agent for having an assistant working next to full access to the database and then they leave two months later because they can get a bit more money down the road and they've taken your whole database because you've given them access to it because you thought you could trust them and they go and poach all your clients. So, you know, there is risk in any business. It's just how you manage it. Absolutely. And I could not agree more, Jess. And I think that trust is just one of those things that whether it's someone onshore, whether it's someone offshore, whether it's someone sitting next to you at a desk, trust is going to be something that you are going to have to get comfortable with in your business at some point. If you intend on scaling, you are going to have to trust people to come in and people are going to burn your trust. Yeah. That will happen in business. Unfortunately, it sucks. And that could happen with the person next to you or the person in the Philippines. But ultimately, and I love talking about trust because it's probably one of my favorite topics to talk about from a mindset perspective, Mm. is that 
One thing I've learned is having been ripped off in every single type of way I possibly can yeah. off from coaches to employees to Filipino assistants to literally like every kind. Because mm-hmm. it happens when you've been in business long enough and you take enough risks and you do enough things. Like it happens. People steal your shit. People, yep. you know, it just happens. It does. But one of the biggest things I've learned is you will trust people as much as you trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that really comes back to knowing that no matter what happens, you'll be okay. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And if you trust yourself to recover, then you've really got nothing to lose because yeah. ultimately, like, you know, it, it could happen, it might not. And you put the measures in place. Like, yeah, Bitwarden, we use Bitwarden, you use LastPass. Yep. Sheila, like, she has access to my entire life now, you know, credit cards and everything. Yeah. Yep. But that took years to develop. Like, it started small. It started with, like, my MailChimp password. Yeah. What are you going to do? Shut down my email marketing? Like, whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> like, go crazy. <laughs> legit and then over time over the years we've built up zero logins and we built up can you buy this for me here's my card details like it slowly started adding but it definitely isn't something like you don't go to give any new employee they walk in the door like here's your credit card with unlimited spend and the passwords and details are all about accounts yeah could you imagine (laughs) but people think that's like i have conversations daily about the tasks that they can do and I'm like if you don't have them accessing the trust account with all of the vendors you know and purchases deposits in there you just don't give that to them as a task leave Mm. for your accountant and let's give them the excel spreadsheets the boring stuff that if something happened to it it's no big deal Totally. Talk to me about the quality of work because that will be the second thing you'll come up against. Like, okay, if I'm paying whatever it works out to be, you know, eight dollars an hour, ten dollars an hour. Yep. How could the quality of work possibly compare to somebody that I'm over here paying forty dollars an hour in Australia? Yeah. Like talk to me about that. Yeah, and it took a little while for me to understand that as well and going over to the Philippines and seeing how they work and just them as people, you know. I only hire really, really well-educated VAs, university-educated experience. I always try and find experience in, obviously, the task, but just the role in general because it makes that transition for the client a lot easier. But you'll be blown away. Like, I've got a VA that was a doctor and she's working for me because I paid her well, but she earns more money. And that just absolutely blows my mind that I could be paying a doctor to do email marketing and social media because she gets paid. Like, Mm. unbelievable. So if you want to jump on Upwork and find a VA on there, by all means, but it's so oversaturated and you don't know the quality of what they've done before. Whereas my Mm. team, we vet them, you know, really strongly and it will blow your mind, their capabilities and their English is great. And that's one of the things, you know, when they're applying for a position, I get them to do an intro video. So First off, I have a look at the resume, check the intro video. If they've got great English and their resume is amazing, they move on to the next round. So there won't be any VAs from my agency that aren't really well qualified in grading. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And so many of them actually are degree qualified. There are a lot of Mm. really, really educated humans over there. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, it's the same people like people who go to Thailand to get plastic surgery, as an example. Like, still qualified doctors, you know? You're still going over there to get your surgery done. So, Mm. how is this any different? Like, these people are still qualified in the thing they're qualified for. Like, this woman is a qualified doctor. She's literally treats people. She's obviously highly intelligent, you know? Mm. We are in our digital marketing agency, actually, we do. IQ test for all new Filipinos. Yeah, amazing. 
And one of our IQ tests, just because it interests him and I, we've both done our own IQ tests and we're just interested in it. And one of our Filipino assistants has an IQ of like, I think it's 139, which if you look at IQ scores, that is like, just I to give you a you know, reference point, mine's like 110. So I'm pretty sure Elon Musk is like 150. So yeah. this person is like, she's so much smarter yeah. than me, yeah. way smarter than me. You're like, you can just I'm run like, the business, I'm out. <laughs> Like, I love to like throw in a really hard task to see how she handles them because yeah. I'm just like, you're obviously a freaking genius. Yeah. Take this task off my hands. Like, Amazing. It's insane. And it's crazy to think that, and what we do culturally is that we think because they're third world, mm-hmm. that they are uneducated. You know, they get a steal from you because they don't have a lot of money, yeah. you know, and they, they're all these, I guess, biases that we place on these human beings yep. that are just sitting in another country trying to get by. Mm-hmm. And it's it's wild that we do that to them. Yeah. And then we're scared to hire them, which is crazy. Yeah, unbelievable. It's, yeah, it is crazy. So ultimately, let's talk about VAs in the Philippines. Are they for everyone in every single industry all the time? Look, no, probably not. But I do think there is probably an element in every business that could be offshored. If you are doing anything on a computer... It can be done by VA overseas or here, if that's your thing. It's about finding what that task is, breaking it down, you know, writing out the procedure or recording a Loom video and just giving that to someone else to do. Even in any industry that you think, oh, no, there's no need for that, there would be because there's things that are done on computers every single day, record keeping, anything. And yeah, it's really just about that procedure and the flow of information between yourself and them. Like, how are they getting notified of the task or what automations have you got set up so they're notified when they need to jump on something really quickly? So like I said at the start, the automation is huge as well. And that's so you're working efficiently, but also they're working efficiently because you could start a VA tomorrow and give them a whole heap of things to do. But if there's ways to automate first, let's do that. Let's set up ClickUp or Trello boards or whatever you want to use in your business. But absolutely, there would be tasks in every company. And for anyone who's a small business owner that's sitting here being like, I don't even know what I get a VA to do. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, there's a thousand things. But more so than that, Sheila was my first ever employee that I met, right? Who's my offshore VA. And she forced me to get the systems out of my head. She forced me because I couldn't get her to do it if I didn't tell her how to do it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you would see this all the time with your clients. They kind of have a process, but it's like once you can pull that process out of the brain and put it into a document or video record it, that's how you start to create that time freedom that you've always dreamt of because now someone else can do that task the way that you do it. Absolutely. And, you know, it is definitely about working smarter, not harder. So if you're doing something every day, hit record on Loom and record yourself doing it and talk about it while you're doing it. And then the video is done. You don't need to write up procedure manuals anymore. You can stick that video in a Trello board, for example, and it's there available for the VA to look at. If you want procedures written out, get them to write it out. They've got the video there. So, you know, it is 100% about working smarter, not harder. And mm-hmm. when I'm onboarding a client, I make it very clear that I, you know, myself and my team, we can help them with all of that. And that sounds great to them. But once they actually start thinking about what they need to let me know or my team know, they go, oh, actually, I've already recorded it and I'm just going to give it to the VA. So it is a process, 100%, for the client in understanding what can be given to a VA. 
And I've started putting together all these different lists for different industries of things to do when there's nothing to do. So something that comes up all the time in when I'm speaking to clients is, oh, I'd like, I'm not sure if I'm ready for a full-time VA or commit to three days a week because I just don't know if I've got enough work for them. I'm like, oh, you would have enough work for them, 100%. And if you don't, let's find dollar-producing things that they can do. Like, is it jumping on Instagram and replying back to people or commenting and liking posts from, you know, your ideal client. Get yourself on there and be known. So there is always a hundred things to do. You just haven't thought about it yet. And there's all those things, if you're listening to this, just think about your to-do list, right? Your current to-do list, which is not even all the things that you want to do. This is your current to-do list. Think about that. And then think about all the shit that you're not doing. Mm-hmm. So thinking about things like, you know, I know that you're thinking that you might want to get on TikTok. I know that you're thinking that you might want to start email marketing. I know that you're thinking that you might want to start a podcast, but you don't know how to edit it or you don't know how to do any of those things. You know that you might want to start cold emailing people, but you don't know who to email or where to email them. Like how about you could get a VA to go and do all of the research for you on all the people that you could cold email, draft up an email that you can edit, and then they can send the reply and answer them. Oh my God. Yeah. Like could you imagine? Hap- and you would have clients and leads and things happening that actually aren't you. And so, oh my God, honestly, it is the biggest game changer in business. Tell me, like, obviously I'm a huge fan, but tell me some of the benefits of hiring someone in the Philippines for a business. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously pretty high up there is the cost, which we've touched on and the quality of the VAs and their qualifications, just the type of person. And yeah, getting that to-do list ticked off. And it's just a whole different way of thinking. It pushes you. And some people don't like that. But once they realize the benefits of it, it really pushes you to think like, oh my God, you know, I've got to give her stuff to do today. What have I been thinking about for so long that I just haven't had time to do? And I honestly think that's one of the reasons why my business personally has been able to scale so much is because I'm constantly thinking about how I can grow and scale it and different things I can use in the business, but I'm not doing the research. I'm like, here's your task for today. If this is all you get done today, amazing. I want to know the best platform for whatever. I want to know the benefits. I want to know, you know, and I get them to do the research and record me a Loom video of what they've found, go through it. And then I've just got to watch a 10 minute Loom video and read some notes and I can make a decision to, you know, move my business forward. So yeah, it's just a whole different way. And I never thought, I I remember speaking to you a few months ago and and going, I don't know what the next hire is in my business. I don't know what to do. And then, you know, I was like, I need an ops manager because I need, I need to keep growing this. So, you know, hired an ops manager and she's Filipino and she's incredible. And my business, it just continues to grow because of the tasks that I'm giving her every day to do. Yeah, and I'm so glad you touched on it because that is my next question. (laughs) Jess, let's talk about the growth of your business. Yeah. Because you've been in business a year, maybe 18 months. No, like literally just clicked over a year. Yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) a year. And the reason I'm laughing, guys, is because, not because it's funny, but because it's crazy because Jess is already a multi-six-figure business and I can guarantee you in the next 12 months will be a seven-figure business with the way that she has built and is scaling her business right now. And she's a mom of two and she's got a husband at home and she's doing all the things, right? Like she's got all the same stuff that everyone else has in her life. But you've built this business so fast. So tell me, 
Why do you think that your business has grown so quickly as opposed to other people who maybe aren't getting as much traction as fast? Yeah, I think honestly, your coaching has really helped. Literally from the minute I was like, yeah, I'm going to start my own business. I was like, oh, I need a coach. So signed up to PMP and that was a huge game changer because everything is in there that I needed. And just to have people to talk to about that. But I picked an industry that I was really familiar with. I'm passionate about not only offshoring, but real estate. I am broadening that slightly and not not really by choice. I've just got people coming to me saying, like, I'm loving what you're doing. I love your socials. Like, can you find me a VA? You know, I do medical equipment. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, no worries. And it's also in the Philippines, it's word is spreading a little bit about the sort of culture that I'm creating within my agency. So I'm getting really great candidates. But I guess, yeah, I'm just really passionate about it. And I see the growth within other businesses. And I think it would be the same for you, Steph, like when you're helping people and you see the growth that they have in their business, it is so, it makes me want to tear up. Like it is, yeah, it's incredible. So I think I'm just really passionate about it. And for once in my life, I'm doing something I really, really love. Like I have always loved working in real estate, but to work for someone else and then working for yourself and growing something every day for yourself instead of someone else. Yeah. Like it's just a whole, whole different world. Absolutely. And when, you know, when I first met you, you barely had a business, which is so nice. But also I think that guys, I I cannot talk about this enough. Passion is so much of the game Mm. because before Jess knew how to do sales, before she knew how to sell well, before she had the skill of marketing, before she had the skill of sales, which is still in development, Mm. by the way, for me too, always, right? But before you even had those skills, you got all the phone with people and you were like, no, this is going to change your freaking life. And that's why people buy from you. That's why word is spreading. That's why you have clients banging down your door. That's why you have virtual assistants banging down your doors because you care and you're passionate about it. So guys, like if you are not growing a business right now, like are you mega passionate about it? Of course, Jess felt uncomfortable charging price points. Of course, Jess had all of the things, I'm sure, just like everybody else around receiving money and spending money and fear and doubt. But passion is the thing that will push you through that. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And and you're right. Like a year ago, I didn't know how to sell. You think you do. And then you get on a call with someone and you freeze up and it's terrifying. And I still have moments like that. But I think that sort of thing comes with experience and you just learn every day. So if you're in a business, but you're not hundred percent feeling it, you might need to pivot to something else. And that's fine that, you know, people do that all the time, but you really need to be passionate about it. Otherwise it just feels like another job. Mm. And I also love that you said that the other thing that I think that there is the reason why you've grown so fast is because you have outsourced. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And obviously that came natural to you because that's what you're selling, right? Yeah. That's what you're teaching people to do. But like you literally said it, you know, a couple of minutes ago on the podcast that I have a list of things that my VAs can do that are things that I've always wanted to do but haven't been doing to grow my business, whether that's cold outreach, whether that's social media engagement, whether that's like whatever it might be, those tasks that, you know, getting better SEO on your website, like whatever it is, you've got someone doing it for you. Yeah. You can stay focused on the areas that you need to stay focused on to make sure the business continues to grow. And I really think that this beautiful combo of one, getting a coach (laughs) to 
having the passion and three, staying in your area of genius. Like it's just an incredible and very powerful combo to grow. So congratulations on all the success that you've had. Thank you. Thank you so much. So tell me what's next before we wrap up. What is next for Agent Sync? I am continuing to grow every single day, which is just incredible. So obviously keep doing that and and just grow and scale. I'm also about to launch something called Agent Sync Academy, which is going to be training and resources and templates for your VA. So when you sign up to have a full-time or part-time VA with Agent Sync, they will have access to a whole lot of training, whether that's real estate, admin, property management, whether it's just general virtual assistants. And although I'm hiring VAs that have been VAs previously, just to have the training and templates and just a knowledge base there for them to tap into and watch something that they might not have done in a previous business, they can get those skills to serve the client better because I just feel like there is so much that they can do for a business. So just helping them with that. And yeah, I'm actually launching a new website very, very soon. And It will be, I know a lot of the listeners will have probably jumped on Upwork before and tried to find a VA to do a few things. My website will be a little bit like Upwork in that you can jump on and hire a VA to do a project. Obviously, the full-time and part-time VAs, it'll still go through us so we can find you the right one for the business. But if you just wake up and you go, oh, I need this done really quickly, jump on there. There'll be a selection of VAs that I've personally handpicked. I know that their quality of work is amazing. I know I truly trust them and I would have them working in my business. So I'm almost putting them on display for people to just go on and book and have that job ticked off their list that day. So yeah, I feel like I'm doing a lot, but it's all really great things. And there's nothing like that in Australia, if in the world. Like I know obviously there's Upwork, but it is so oversaturated and you just don't know who you're getting. So I just want to take that bit out of it and be able to get people the help in their business that they need. I love this. And I am such a fan of all of it. But I think my favorite thing that I'm such a fan of is the fact that your website will have these hand-picked VAs that are also going to have access to your academy. So they're going to have all of the resources and all of the stuff to make sure that they can be the best VA for somebody so that you can finally change the stigma of this industry so that people can start having incredible VAs in their businesses and start realizing just how freaking powerful it is. So I'm really excited for this next evolution for you. Thank you so much, Steph. And you are a huge part of it. Like I I feel like I honestly would not be where I am today without your training and your support. So yeah, thank you. I'm going to cry. (laughs) It kind of sounds like you've given me money to say all this, but not at all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jess, send me the invoice after. (laughs) No, thank you so much for coming on today, guys. If you are considering hiring a VA, if you are now thinking about one and you're like, maybe I should look a little bit more into it, please go and check out Jess. It's Agent Sync. You'll see all of her details in the show notes. Reach out to her, ask her any questions. I'm sure she'd be more than happy to answer anything that you need. But guys, thank you so much for joining us both today on the podcast. If you loved this episode, we would love it if you would take a screenshot, tag us, share it, let us know what your biggest takeaway was. 
As always, it really helps to grow our podcast and get this podcast into the ears of more small business owners so that we can help make a difference. Thank you again for listening and I will see you next week. Babe, thank you for tuning into today's episode. It means the absolute world to have you here with me. If you want more, head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources, along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz.